Hey mamas, welcome to episode six in our pregnancy loss podcast series. Today I'm sharing my personal journey of two miscarriages with you all. Enjoy. Hey mama, I'm sending you wonderful pregnancy vibes. It's time for you to guide you through. Let's take some time for you. It's pregnancy with physiola. Hey mamas and welcome to episode six in our pregnancy loss podcast series. This has been a long series, but I felt like There were so many different topics I wanted to cover that I just couldn't cut any out. So I highly recommend you go and check out the first five episodes if you haven't already, because we cover super important topics such as validating emotions and grief after loss, acknowledging that loss is trauma, conception and pregnancy after loss, relationships and support networks after loss, the physicality of loss. And then today's episode is my personal story of my own two miscarriages. I wasn't sure if I wanted to share this as I I mentioned shortly is I felt a bit weird sharing this because I guess I have downplayed my experience and always told myself that you know it really wasn't a big deal so you know who am I to share but I've come to realize that everyone's story is valid and the more we share the better. So I thought why not? I'm an oversharer. Not really. I just am very happy to share for the most part. You know like you, you rarely find me holding back. So I'm very happy to share, especially when I know it's a topic like this, where I myself wanted to hear stories from other women when I was navigating this. So here is my story of two miscarriages and how that was for me. It was a very long time ago. It was five years ago, but you're going to hear all about it soon. Please jump on over to at Physio Laura if you want to ask me any other questions or if you want to connect with me further. Please remember that all of the resources for pregnancy loss that I can find that I've been recommended are in the show notes. So if you want to find more education, knowledge, support on this topic, please go check that out. But otherwise, here is my story. Hey, mamas. I've been really excited to bring this pregnancy loss podcast series to you all because I've had so many women reach out asking me to bring light to this topic. And I know so many women feel alone. Now, I've obviously done a good job of minimizing my own experience because I didn't even really want to jump on and share my own experience because it felt really small and insignificant, I guess, in comparison to a lot of women's loss. However, I'm working through just how bad that is and that like loss is loss and that sharing my loss is always going to help with other women as well. And that dismissing what I went through and how it felt and all of that is not very helpful either, especially when I'm trying to encourage women to validate their emotions and work through their journeys. I guess I just feel quite removed from my experience because it was a long time ago. It was before I had my own children. And I do feel like I did a very good job of working through my feelings at the time. I had a very supportive healthcare provider. And so I don't feel like I suffered trauma from that loss, which was really lovely. I know that's not the experience for a lot of women, but I want to share it regardless because I know that when I was going through it, I was Googling for blogs and it was back in the day of blogs. I don't feel like podcasts were really as much of a thing then, but I was just looking for women to share their own experience to know, has someone else had a miscarriage? And if so, how many did you have? What did it feel like? Did you go on to have other children? Is there hope for me? 
And I couldn't really find any. I remember finding one Instagram influencer who shared and I really latched onto that. I felt so seen and validated knowing that she'd gone through it as well. But otherwise, it was a very silent journey for me. And I back then was very much like a get on with life. Just you're fine, Laura, get on with it. And I had a very just like onwards and upwards attitude. And I do think for the most part that serves me, but it doesn't serve everyone. So I don't necessarily think I would do the same thing again. I think I would share it with my family and friends and maybe really sit with my feelings and and whatnot just a little bit longer. I think I probably rushed that process. But my journey is that I had two miscarriages before I fell pregnant with my son. My son is now five. So I had two miscarriages at the start of my journey and then I went on to have three pregnancies and all of those pregnancies were healthy and well and I now have three beautiful babies. So I've had these two miscarriages when we started trying to conceive. Now, fortunately, when we decided to try to conceive, I fell pregnant very quickly. So I felt very lucky about that. Now, this experience was quite long ago. So I actually cannot remember exactly which miscarriage came first because this is just a hazy, I have the worst memory in the world. (laughs) And obviously, I've just moved on from this situation. But I believe the first one was... What I came to realize afterwards is known as a chemical pregnancy. So it's not actually a viable baby. It's not going to become a baby, but your body is almost tricked into thinking it's pregnant for a hot second. And then you have your normal period. So what happened is I was trying to conceive. So I peed on a stick early, as you often do, because you're excited and you know your period's about to come and you think, oh, I just want to know early. I can't wait until I've missed a period. And so I peed on a stick. The pregnancy test was positive. You obviously then go through a whole gamut of emotions of, oh my God, being so excited. You can't help but future trip. You look up when that baby's due date is going to be and you start thinking about the rest of your year and what the next nine months is going to look like and what this baby's going to look like and how your life will change. And you can't not future trip on that. So This is the importance of validating women who miscarry as early as four or five weeks have still got to grieve that entire future that they just mapped out in 10 seconds after they peed on the stick. It's so valid, even though they didn't carry this baby for very long at all. It's a whole emotional roller coaster as soon as you find out you're pregnant. So for me, it was all of that future tripping, all of that excitement. I shared it with my husband. That's all I shared it with. I didn't feel called to share it with anyone else. And I'm not really that sort of person anyway. I don't get on the phone and call people as soon as something happens in my life. It's I, I keep things a bit more private. So I was never going to share anyway. And then I got my period. That's essentially what happened. I think I was aware that I was pregnant for all of four days maybe. And then I got my period and I was shattered. I was confused. I didn't know what that meant did I just have a miscarry or was the test wrong or so I remember there was like a lot of confusion surrounding that and then I think I just got on with it I didn't really do a lot of research after that one it just felt like a period and maybe the test was wrong and because I'd fallen pregnant so quickly I think I had every confidence that okay I'll just fall pregnant again so I don't think I really gave that too much weight and then I think I fell pregnant straight away or I might have just had one period in between either way it was really fast And I felt pregnant and I was excited and I told my husband and I was nauseous, like I had all of the pregnancy symptoms and yeah, again, you future trip on all of the next nine months and what this baby's going to look like and 
I kept it just between my husband and I. Again, it didn't feel called to share. I wasn't scared that something bad was going to happen. I don't remember that ever entering my psyche that I thought something bad was going to happen, but I just didn't feel called to share it. What happened with that one is that everything was going and I was very much pregnant and I got to seven or eight weeks and I started cramping. And I remember sitting on the toilet and Googling, is it normal to cramp in early pregnancy? And everything was coming back with cramping is normal, but if cramping plus blood happens, then that's not okay. And so it was that anxiety, which I know so many of you listening to this will understand of every time you go to the toilet and you wipe and you're not sure what you're going to see on the toilet paper and you just pray that it's not going to be red and that it's going to be clear, but you just never quite know. And it all happened pretty quickly for me. I, I did start bleeding and I was very aware that, okay, this is the end of this. And being me, I went to work that day. So it was very early in the morning that this all started happening. And I think I started work at 7am. I was working in a physiotherapy clinic at the time. And being me, I just got on with it. I was just like, oh, there's nothing I can do about it. Let's just go to work. I'm not going to cancel on all my clients because I yeah, couldn't imagine doing that to them. It felt so such a silly thing to be like, oh, I've got to rest. I'm bleeding, which in hindsight, I'm like, oh my gosh, Laura, like you never gave yourself grace to just feel it. And to feel worthy of being able to rest like you were miscarrying, whether whether you felt that was a valid reason or not, you shouldn't have gone to work. But anyway, I went to work and I just remember being in the middle of a Pilates one-on-one session and I felt awful. Like I was pale. I felt really faint. I had the most intense contractions or what I would have called back then cramps. I didn't know what proper contractions felt like. And I felt like I needed to be doubled over. I couldn't stand up straight. And I remember squatting down next to the reformer for this client that I had because I couldn't stand up. So I was squatting down, trying to mask the pain that I was in, trying to compress my abdomen because I just felt like I think I'd actually put a heat pack on my tummy, like one of those stick on pads. And then I just was like, I can't do this right now. I am feeling so bad. And I could sense I was on the edge of a real big emotional outpouring because I hadn't acknowledged the fact that this was a loss just yet. I had just gone, oh, I'm bleeding, whatever, let's get on with it. And then I think it really sat with me that, oh, far out. Like, I'm this baby's not going to live. This is done. This pregnancy is over. This has happened twice now. And that was starting to build up and I just knew I need to get out of there. And I remember just going down to reception and just saying, look, I'm not feeling well. You need to cancel my clients for the rest of the day. I'm going. And I literally grabbed my stuff and I ran into my car and I burst into tears. And I called my husband like sobbing on the phone. And I was like, you need, I'm bleeding. I'm miscarrying. You need to go get me some Panadol or some Nurofen. I'm going to be home soon. And I never take pain medication, never. Like I had mastitis recently and I didn't even take Panadol and I was in a hurt locker. Like it's just not in my nature. But for me to ask for pain medication, like this was hard. This was really hard. And then I just sobbed. I bawled my eyes out the entire way home. I actually probably wasn't really that safe to be driving home, but I knew I needed to get home. And I was just feeling so much. I was so sad that this was ending. I was so confused as to why I was miscarrying. I was healthy. I was young. I was fit. Had this happened twice now? Weren't you meant to just fall pregnant and then you carry that pregnancy and done? I just had so many questions and I was really confused and 
I think I was probably future tripping on what this meant for me and my fertility and our family. And was this the start of a lifelong journey of struggle? I didn't know, but I had all these questions and coupled with the physicality of it was huge for me. I was doubled over. I remember lying on the bed, just bawling my eyes out. And my husband was shocked because he was not expecting this. He hadn't seen me like this before. And he was, yeah, he gave me some Nurofen that helped a little bit. And then I knew that according to my pregnancy tracker, I was at the blueberry phase mm. of pregnancy. And the most amazing thing happened. I passed this huge, I don't know, I thought it was a clot. came out in my underwear and I was like, oh, whoa, there's like a ball in my underwear. What is this? And I looked at it and I kid you not, it looked exactly like a blueberry. And it was like this tiny little sack of vessels the size of a blueberry and that was my baby and it was amazing to be honest to look at I actually felt really peaceful seeing that rather than just seeing blood actually seeing that and being like that was my baby and it's gone now but there was almost like a finality to it a closure by seeing that come out in my underwear and the cramping eased off a lot after that and for some reason, I had already booked in actually to see an obstetrician, a private obstetrician who did help me with my first two pregnancies. And I had already booked in to see him. And I felt called. I don't know if I was reaching out for help or whether it was the people pleaser in me. And I just wanted to like cancel my appointment because this wasn't a problem anymore. And I felt like I need to get onto that ASAP so that there was space in his diary, whatever it was. I called my obstetrician's offices. I had an appointment in a couple of weeks for my first appointment. So I'd never met him before. And I was bawling my eyes out and I was saying to the receptionist, I've had a miscarriage. I need to cancel my appointment in a couple of weeks. So I think she was a bit confused because she was, you don't sound very good. I know you're calling to cancel your appointment, but I feel like I, I probably shouldn't just cancel that and then say goodbye. She obviously felt called to help me a little bit more. And she said, I'll call you back. Anyway, my obstetrician called me back and I'd never spoken to this man before. It was the first time and it was such a beautiful phone call. And I reckon it's one of the major reasons why I didn't have trauma after this because I didn't felt dismissed. I felt really cared for and really supported. And he was not working that day, like as in not taking appointments. And he was like, look, do you want to come in? Come in. It sounds like you're miscarrying, but I can just quickly do an ultrasound and we can just check to see if this is what it is and we can have a chat about what that means for your future. Do you want to just come in? I'm around. And I was like, that is so freaking nice. Like you don't know me from a bar of soap. I was a 27-year-old fit, young, healthy woman, one in four women miscarry. It could have been so easy for him to be like, you're going to be fine. You will fall pregnant. Call me when you're pregnant. Because I know that's many women's stories. I'm not saying that's right, but I'm saying he could have been very easy to just say that. But I felt so supported that he wanted to nurture my feelings and make me feel better and open his diary up to allow me to come in just for some reassurance. I'm quite confident that he knew we weren't going to find anything and that I was probably a very young, fit, healthy woman who was going to go on to have a pregnancy and everything would be fine. But he didn't make me feel like that at the time, which was amazing. And I just have so much respect for that because I know that's not many women's stories. So I went in and I was distraught and I was crying and 
When he put the ultrasound on and confirmed that there was no baby, I cried even harder. And I just, he did send me off for some tests, even though I think he knew that everything was fine. He just said, look, just to double check, if you, we can send you off for these tests just to check that everything is a-okay with you and your body and your fertility and all of that. And I said, yes, absolutely. I just want some reassurance here. And he handled it so well. I wish all doctors and all obstetricians and all people working with women with loss could have handled it like he handled it because it made the world of difference to our experience. So my husband and I left that appointment knowing that the baby was gone. I was okay. And we were going to try again and everything would likely be okay. And we went and got like a brunch afterwards and we were just talking and we were so light and so peaceful. And I just felt like a weight had been lifted off my shoulders. And I truly think that we fully processed that whole experience by the time we had that brunch that day because it didn't linger with me too much afterwards. And we were just talking about how this felt right, felt like this is what was meant to have happened for us. We felt really supported. And it was like, we felt weird saying it, but it felt really beautiful. And then again, I know that's not everyone's experience. I'm just sharing what our experience was. But I think the reason it felt beautiful is because we lent in hard to what was going on. We had a beautiful, supportive, caring team, the three of us. I felt looked after. I felt safe. I felt seen. I felt soothed. And then I felt really good. I felt at peace with what had happened. Again, I felt really confident that I could fall pregnant again. So we started trying pretty much the cycle after and I did fall pregnant. And I did have some lingering anxiety for that pregnancy. I remember that I didn't feel like I could truly celebrate with my husband until I had that 12-week scan and saw a heartbeat. But then once I had that 12-week scan, all of my fear, all of my anxiety dissipated. I told my family and friends I felt like I could truly celebrate it. And for the most part, I would say that my loss has never haunted me again, which has been really beautiful. And that's my story. So I wanted to share that for anyone else who's out there wanting to hear stories of women. I have gotten a number of my audience to share their stories because I know the power of storytelling, this power of knowing that you're not alone. And that's just my small contribution to this chat about my two miscarriages. So if you have any follow-up questions, please do ask me. I am an open book, as I'm sure you've realized after listening to my podcast. And I love chatting about these things in the hope that it reduces stigma and taboo and helps women move through it. So yeah, I hope you enjoyed. Hey, mamas. I hope you love this short and sweet episode. Like I said, I just felt like I should share my own experience of this in the light of wanting to share women's stories and wanting to connect and wanting to say, hey, you're not alone. I've been through this myself. Everyone's journey is obviously unique, but I do think if we can bring more voice to this topic, bring more, you know, attention to this topic, have women proud and open to speak about it rather than feeling shame and stigma and feeling silent, I think that can only do the world of good. So yeah, I really hope that there was something in my story that might have resonated with you or maybe just hearing another woman going through a similar journey has really helped validate your experience. Whatever it is, I would love to hear from you though. At Physio Laura, please let me know. If you have any feedback on this podcast series, it's been really, really beautiful to put this together. I've been moved by so many of the women's stories that the women who have shared with me 
their personal stories and how they moved through loss and how it felt for them. And, you know, speaking with Shana throughout these interviews and hearing her experience and how she's turned her pain into, you know, this wonderful way to help women. And it does make me think, why do we not talk about this more? And so I really want to be able to just be a small player in this movement of trying to bring more attention and love and voice to this topic. So yeah, I really hope that this series has been powerful for you. Please subscribe to the Pregnancy with Physio Laura podcast because I have so many amazing interviews and themes and topics coming up. I also always love to hear from you. So if you have any suggestions for the podcast or any person or topic you want me to cover, please hit me up at Physio Laura. I love hearing from you. But Wherever you are today, I'm sending you so much love and strength and yeah, thank you so much for listening.